Hey fellas, good morning. It's a beautiful Monday morning out here in Utah. Not too cold. It told me it was going to be like 35 degrees, and it was definitely not. I went outside with just a sweatshirt on and some long pants. And shoes, of course, you do that when you go outside, I guess, on occasion. But it was nice. It was beautiful. I even got a little too hot on my morning walk. But anyway, so it's great. You know, I always talk about the weather. I'm not trying to just small talk or anything. I just really dislike the cold. I don't think I dislike it as much as I tell myself I do. But I am happy when it sticks around maybe between 50 and 80 degrees is like the sweet spot 50 i mean obviously on a little bit of a colder side but if the sun's out it's a great time so that's important to me and my mental health is how the sun is doing and if i'm able to go outside and take a walk so anyway today i guess yesterday i spoke with my good guy my good friend my good guy noah great friend from high school you'll hear all about it we did a podcast about it so that's uh, the episode that comes out before this one. If you haven't heard it, go hear it. We have a good conversation about the internet. Noah's a little more knowledgeable than I am on a lot of things that have to do with computers and the internet. And in his job, he works with algorithms and stuff. But hey, just listen to that one. I don't need to go over it twice. So just go, yeah, take a listen to that. It's a long conversation, so I guess... Buckle up, because it's we go for a while. I find that when I am with someone else, the conversation really cruises. And I mean, I guess that it's hard to just talk to yourself. It's easier and I guess more conducive to a longer conversation if there's another person participating. So there you have it. Listen to that one if you haven't. It's a great episode. I, I'm Not that I'm not proud of all of my episodes, but I felt like it was a good one. After we finished, I was like, oh boy. That was a lot of fun. It's a good episode. So I'm happy, happy about that. Happy how it turned out. I haven't edited it yet or anything, so hopefully it did turn out good. So today I was thinking a lot about just a couple of things over the, I guess my weekend is a lot of the time where my thoughts come from for the Monday morning recording of the podcast. Saturday morning, went to IHOP for breakfast. Because, you know, sometimes you just got to go and have someone else make you breakfast. <laughs> but went to IHOP, first and foremost, we sit down at a booth and there is a clown in IHOP. And he had a name tag and everything, so I believe he was an IHOP employee. So IHOP employs clowns now. And he was just cruising around talking to children, as clowns do, making some balloon animals, whatever. I don't know. I just felt kind of uncomfortable <laughs> with having a clown being around. And I guess that's on me. I've got to get over that. And not just be uncomfortable because a man in face paint wearing some like really long shorts and a vest is goofing around. I don't know. I guess just for some reason, I just, I felt like he was going to come over and talk to us. But the, it was three adults and there's no way he'd be like, that's my target audience. That's where the money's at. To be honest, that is where the money's at. I think <laughs> adults are going to give you a little more money than children, but... The children he was talking to are with adults, obviously. I'm just making a joke. Anyway, enough about the clown at IHOP. As I have told everyone on here, I don't eat meat. So breakfast food, I've always loved breakfast food. I've loved this sandwich place in Orem, Utah called Ernie's that makes this crazy breakfast sandwich that's like eggs, bacon, ham, sausage, 
it's it's very good, but also very a punch right in the heart. And that kind of stuff, though, like breakfast sausage. Oh, I love that kind of stuff, like egg sausage, that kind of thing. Thankfully, they make some good vegetarian varieties of that. But not at IHOP. They don't do any of that sort of thing. So the breakfast I wanted to get was two eggs, toast, uh, I think hash browns, and then either bacon or sausage. And so I thought about it. And I'm not crazy on pancakes. I'm not crazy on a lot of other classic breakfast waffles, that sort of thing. But so I, I ended up ordering that, but I substituted the meat portion for onion rings. And at first I got some weird looks from the other people at the table. My aunt, Amy, that was there, said, you know, that actually might be really good. And turns out, I'm here to tell you, it was excellent. And I think about it, and being a vegetarian has pushed me to eat different foods in different ways or at different times and everything. And it puts me in a lot of weird positions if I go out to eat with somebody. And, I mean, my wife loves the pancakes and the real fancy, sweet, almost like cake-like pancakes they have at IHOP and Denny's and those places. And my aunt is just, I mean, she's not super picky, but don't talk to my dad about that. He'll tell you otherwise. And some other experiences, but I'm not trying to slam dunk on you, Amy, if you listen to this. Anyway, IHOP. We ended up at IHOP, whatever. I totally just lost my train of thought. Oh, being vegetarian, if I'm at a restaurant with people, I don't, I hate being that guy who's like, don't go there. They don't have any good vegetarian options. So I just slam the side menu most of the time. I just get aside or I try to switch something out. I also don't like doing that to restaurant staff. I don't like telling them to remake an entire thing or to like like having my order be overly complicated and then it gets messed up because I was being super high maintenance about it. So if they do have a good thing that I can get fairly easily, that's always good. But it's putting me in a lot of positions where I have to get really creative with my use of the menu and how I order things. And that was just a fun one recently that I uh, we'll do again. Onion rings should be a breakfast food as well. Onion rings go very great with breakfast things. I mean, potatoes, having potatoes and onions, that's the usual combo. You see that all the time. So, I mean, also, who tells us when to eat what? I guess you might think of it just as a weird combination of foods, but I don't really think so. You put an egg on a burger that'll also have onions on it. You'll, now let me think, toast, eh, onions, yeah, uh, bread. You put onions in sandwiches and on burgers as well. So I guess, I don't know, it's just society, another way society's telling us when to do what. You eat breakfast. I wonder who decided what breakfast food was. How did everything get organized into breakfast, lunch, and dinner food? Lunch and dinner, pretty interchangeable, but you wonder. Breakfast food, like, you don't eat. I guess you can eat whatever you want at any time, but I feel like traditionally you don't eat cereal and oatmeal and all that for lunch and dinner. And then brunch comes along. I went to a brunch the other day, and boy, howdy, it was good. Brunch food, I feel like, is the perfect spot because it kind of throws all convention out the window and you just combine a bunch of stuff from the entire day. And so that's a lot of fun. I had avocado benedict, which was like eggs benedict, but without a... Ham and stuff. They replaced the ham with avocado. Oh boy, it was good. Excellent. And that was another one. They gave us uh, potatoes. I guess potatoes are an everything food. I digress. During the weekend, 
just after we ate breakfast, we cruised around a little bit. I went to a bookstore. And at the bookstore, just looking at the books as you do, uh, one of them caught my eye. It was titled The Guide to Manhood or something to that effect. And so I thought, hey, you know me. I'm always trying to be a manly man. Let me read The Guide to Manhood. I couldn't be more sarcastic when I say that. The, the idea of traditional masculinity uh, makes me very upset because I feel like, I don't know, it's putting people into boxes. And just like food, you shouldn't limit it by when you can eat it. Same goes for activities or doing things. And of course, I read the back first just to see what kind of book it was, and it was exactly what I thought it would be. And it said, how to pay your taxes, how to cook a steak, how to talk to girls. Oh, man, I took a great picture from the book. But anyway, I just thought it was the funniest idea that there was this book professing to tell you about, here's how you be a quote-unquote man aside from just existing and being a man. I don't know that I needed more instructions, but here's the classic from the Talking to Girls section. It says, it's in a little box. Did you know? Men's, men's brains release feel-good chemicals when playing video games, laughing, and engaging in physical activity. Women's brains do the same, but theirs release these feel-good chemicals when engaging in a meaningful conversation. So go talk with her, and her brain will love it. I just, I feel like it is insinuating that women love it when you talk to them, but men don't. So go talk to the woman. Take one for the team. Go talk to the ladies. And they'll enjoy it and thank you for engaging in stimulating conversation. Now, there's a lot wrong with that in my mind. One, if you can't tell, I talk to myself and this microphone frequently. So I also enjoy a good conversation. I don't know, maybe I'm not man enough for this book. But I feel like my brain releases feel-good chemicals when I have a good conversation with someone. I just went to a wedding reception the other day, talked to a bunch of people. I loved it. I would do that every night. Well, maybe not. You might get socially exhausted. Either way, great experience. I love talking to people. I just thought that was the funniest thing of all time. Oh, man, there's another section I couldn't find. But it was about how to talk like a man or something like that. I couldn't find it, and I was really disappointed. But yeah, just talking to girls, it was just all about, it's like, it was like the 80s, like an 80s sitcom or rom-com film in a book. And it was some flip that I don't even know what his qualifications were for being able to write a book on manhood. But I just, it made me think about writing a book on how to be a man, but it would be like two sentences long maximum, like... Just go out there, be alive, and if you're a man, you've done it. You're you're enough in your manhood. I also think that femininity and masculinity need a, a nice refresher. They need a, to be redone because the traditional... I've said traditional three times. I don't know why I'm keeping track. But the idea, the old school and the continuing idea, I feel like it's being reshaped a little bit, but of... Gender roles, masculinity, femininity, who can do what, why, it all needs to be rethought a little bit. Just because it's a lot of it's arbitrary. It doesn't matter who makes the money, who goes to work, who stays home, who cleans, who cooks. 
All of that's dumb. You can, anyone can do it if they want to. Or a job that's traditionally masculine or feminine. Like there's a huge problem with music producers being like 90% male or something like that. And anytime a woman comes into the field, they get like mansplained, I guess is a good way to put it. Or I was watching a video about it the other day and there's this uh, woman that plays guitar like crazy and she'll play something and the first comments are always, she's not actually playing that, she's faking it or something to that effect. And it's like, why can't a woman, as anyone else, spend time doing a thing, get good at it, and then do it and be good at it? It's almost as if we're still living in the the stone ages thinking that you, you wonder this is a side a side tangent here but you wonder how that went in the stone ages what kind of like back in the day what kind of gender roles were there with cavemen unga bunga kind of stuff i don't know who knows how that went the initial guys out there i don't even know how to feel about cavemen i feel like we haven't figured it out yet like we found bones and whatever but we don't know a lot about their society because they didn't write it down so cavemen if you're out there Next time, write it down. If this makes it to, like, cavemen times round two, if we have global extinction event, if this is floating around somewhere that you can find it, write stuff down a little better so that I can give a more informed uh, explanation of how you did things for this segment. But anyway, just do what you want. I am tired of hearing about the guide to manhood how to be a man, teach me how to cook a steak. I don't know. I, it's funny because you separate cooking even, because cooking is the classic trope of, oh, it's the woman's job, women cooking clean. Unless you're cooking a fat steak, then it's the manliest thing you can do, but it's still cooking. So let's, let's think about that a little harder. Uh, one of the things I guess I want to stress from the episode I had with Noah, and it's very well in every segment of life, just be aware, think about stuff. Does it make sense? Why do you think it? I'm sure I've said that before. It is one of my guiding principles. If it Just think about it. If it doesn't make sense, then why, why are we holding on to this? And that's with gender roles and things of that nature. I don't think a lot of them make sense. Sure, women have to have children because men cannot physically do so. So I believe that the motherhood exists within the sphere of being a woman. But everything else I feel like is up for grabs. I guess the roles of motherhood outside of giving birth to a child physically is uh, up up for debate. It's to be defined by everyone, by each couple. You don't define it for other people. You define it for yourselves. You say... Here's what we're doing. Here's what works in our situation. If someone has a problem with it, then they can continue having a problem with it. And that's fine. They're free to have a problem with whatever they want. And uh, that's that's a good, a good message to think about. You can have a problem with whatever you want, but don't go flying in somebody's face acting like you need to change what they think. And that's where we'll leave it with that topic. I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to talk about. I was, I've been watching a ton of Seinfeld. I already said that. And I just think it's it's such a funny show. I'm, I'm just going to... This is the last I'll talk about Seinfeld. But there are a couple episodes where it's like they have very self-aware moments. 
like one of them, Jerry and George decide to make a TV show and they ask, they're trying to think about what it's going to be about. And the answer they come up with is let's make a show about nothing, which if you've watched Seinfeld, it is a show about nothing. And that's, they're just kind of cruising around doing their thing. There's another episode where they hit on the same topic where Elaine, their friend, finds she, she like decides to be friends with they like date a few times and then she's like we'll just be friends the guy was like yeah sure and then it's this parallel group of guys that are just like really good like morally good versions of jerry george and kramer and when she's hanging out with them she's like these guys are good and positive i should hang out with them instead and she goes up and is talking to jerry in his apartment as the 90 percent of the show takes place in jerry's apartment with him talking She's like, I don't know if I can come up here every day and just talk to you about the mundane happenings of your everyday life. And he says, well, you should have seen how this waitress looked at me. And she was like, all right, I'm out of here. And that's the show is them just going over little stuff. Just having it be these tiny little things blow up out of proportion. I also noticed that Jerry dates a different girl every episode, which is, you know, not the best way to do it, but yeah, it's just funny. The self-awareness of Seinfeld. It is a funny show. I will give it that. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Watch it if you are just looking for something to kind of have on while you do something. I had it on this morning while I was making art. I was drawing. I was making pixel art. So I guess I was point and clicking on the computer. And it was a lot of fun. I made a, a cool little thing of a Game Boy. But... You know, I think I've rambled enough for today. I think that's a good enough episode. It went quickly. Sometimes I feel like I'm just slapping my head against the ground, trying to figure out what to say. Some days, it's a little bit easier. But thanks you. Eh, thanks you. If you've made it to the end, congratulations. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate receiving emails from those of you that do send me emails. I apologize if it takes me a little while to respond, but I do appreciate it. Uh, next time, we should have Clark on here, one of the next ones, to discuss music of the year 2021. Should be a good one. It's always one of my favorites. Anyway, send me an email if you want to say hello. Not a talk show podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. <laughs>